ba, 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 ba. bonus feature bonus feature bonus feature <laughs> so that is our very special christmas themed bonus feature intro um this is owen doherty here how's it going film fans uh you're all very welcome to the bigger view ski i'm delighted to be joined by well i'm not delighted that Paul or Rory, just they just don't talk to me anymore. They're not here. But I'm actually joined by Jeremy Cronin. How are you? How are you getting on? Good man, really good now. Thanks for uh, coming along and like just being my friend. No problem, man. I'll, I'll be here for you for whenever. Um, so Jeremy is actually one of our very talented uh, video editors. Oh. So if you ever see any of the, <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> I'm going to pay you lots of compliments. Um, if you ever see any of the interviews up on Joe, uh, Jeremy is usually. Uh, the guy who has made us look good, basically. Mm. So thanks a million mm. for that. Um, do you listen to the Big Review Ski? I do, on occasion. I don't listen to podcasts very much. But liar! Liar, liar, <laughs> pants apart. I did listen. Now, this is the truth. I did, I listen, did listen to the, to I the did first once, one. I swear, man. And I never tuned yeah, in again. No, I did listen to the first, like, four <laughs> to The first four. Okay. Yeah, I think, I think so. But I don't listen to podcasts. Do you know there's been, like, about... Three? 60 since no, man, then. there's been like six. I've listened <laughs> no, to four sixths of the podcast. You know what you're not doing? You're not subscribing either. So I'm going to take your phone after this. Wait, okay, here's, my, here's uh, my phone now. Here's yeah. my phone. Oh, actually, okay, there, right. There so Jeremy is now giving me his phone. What yeah. are these pictures? I <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> Don't look at those. So, uh, yeah, we're here today. You're all very welcome along to a bonus feature. Um, Aquaman is the big comic book uh, film that's out at the minute from the, the latest film in the DC universe. It is, of course, starring uh, Jason Momoa, who was Khal Drago in Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. Uh, an absolute, you know, fine specimen of a man. Like a real... good looking. Like, like <laughs> ridiculously good like looking. Ken Barbie good looking. Yeah. Like, yeah. And he also, uh, although he has, I don't know if he's shaped in the same way as Ken <laughs> Barbie, but he is, uh, he's also like really good crack as you will hear uh, coming up later on the show he is Aquaman uh, he plays Arthur Curry in the brand new DC film uh, Rory Cashin uh, very very lucky man got to go over and meet very him lucky. as well as Amber Heard and Patrick Wilson two of the co-stars in the film and the director uh, James Wan we're actually going to kick things off with James Wan and James like <laughs> James Wan is one of those people who um, is just phenomenally talented as well uh, he directed uh, Saw all the way back in 2004 and since then he's been involved with some amazing horror films like The Conjuring and Ins- Insidious Insidious Insidious. Uh, insidious and uh he's also involved in the fast and furious franchise as well so um he's got his fingers in lots of pies which gets messy because trust me i've stuck my fingers <laughs> in many pies but uh so this is our interview with uh james wan talking about his brand new film aquaman james how are you doing today i'm good thank you congratulations on the movie i had so much fun watching this film it's like huge 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 amount of fun uh it's such a huge film it's absolutely massive, but I want, I'm curious, I know obviously did a lot of pre-production and, and everything mm-hmm. goes before, what was day one on set for Aquaman? Day one of photography literally was the, the opening shot inside the submarine where, um, where um, Michael Beach's character is shooting into the camera mm-hmm. and then the camera pans across the submarine to see all the, uh, the, uh, the, the, the sailors that, that he's been shooting at and pans all the way around, all the way back 360 to reveal Black Manta walking into the room. 
Uh, it was, you know, it was a pretty complicated shot to start our day with. <laughs> first shot of the entire production. Uh, but that we did. We tried to shoot as much of the film in chronological order. Oh, I, I like to do that as much as I can. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and the submarine set was a good one to, to kind of get us into the movie. Yeah, I, like it was a fantastic scene, but I think the one that stood out for me was the Sicily uh, yes. action sequence. Yes. There was points in that where my jaw was literally hung open. I was so impressed by how uh, technical, uh, technological the scene worked out to be, uh-huh. but it was seamless as well. Right. Uh, how you. long does something like that take to organize? Cause oh, I mean, it, it took a long time. It took, you know, like um, between myself and my second unit director as well, and just, just plotting out how, you know, how all the characters would, uh, would kind of lay out and who was fighting whom. Uh, but ultimately, like in my filmmaking, I like to uh, I like to tie action set pieces together with the camera work, and so uh, so that kind of stuff took a little bit of uh, kind of R and D. Well, you've had a very interesting directorial career so far. Obviously, everyone loves your horror stuff. I loved your entry in the Fast and Furious movies. But what was it about this particular project where you said, "Yes, I can bring something new to this"? I've been wanting to uh, do a world creation movie for a while. I've, I've kind of aspired to uh, secretly dream of wanting to make a movie where I get to design the whole world, right? You know, like the, the sort of design a fantastical world with the way they look, the way the creature, their creatures and, and ships and, and buildings that are, that are different to what we're used to. And so, uh, you know, so, uh, so this movie came along and I realized it actually afforded me... Uh, the ability to really do all those things that I've always wanted to do, and 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 really and get it getting back into action uh, filmmaking again, and uh, that's something I love, and uh, and this movie really helped ticked a lot of boxes for me. When it came to the, the like Justice League, obviously came just before it, and mm-hmm. there's been a lot of talk about what's happening with Batman and Superman after this. Right, uh, that's a lot of. It, was your production affected at all by the background noise, knowing that stuff might be changing as you're moving forward? Um, you know, like obviously, I try to be mindful of what was happening, and uh, and obviously be respectful of where um, Jason's character kind of started from Justice League. But uh, but ultimately, the story I wanted to tell, the story that I did t- tell in the movie is uh, is a completely different. You know, he, he goes on his own path um, that is kind of separate to all the other characters, and so in doing so, I uh, I actually uh, it, it kept me very independent from uh, from what everyone else was doing, and uh, and it allowed me to uh, make the movie I wanted to make. And what was it like reworking with Patrick Wilson? Because obviously he's great in the movies you worked with together before, but he's playing a not as nice man in this one. Yeah, <laughs> he's uh, he's the antagonist in this movie. I'm kind of I'm reticent to refer to him as the villain. Sure. Uh, you know, he, sure his character is somewhat villainous, but uh, but his reasoning to do the things he he does in the film comes from uh, a place of. Uh, of sort of, I think they're pretty legit, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, his character is someone who is sick and tired of all the crap that uh, that we do on the surface world, and uh, and it's time he wants to deal with it. Uh, I, you know, going into this project, I felt like. Um, you know, it's hard to make an Aquaman story or a movie and kind of not touch on the sort of the environmental aspect of it. Absolutely. And uh, and I think that's something that's very important. You know, in the comic book, he's a big environmental warrior, and uh, and so uh, and so that was something that uh, was very important for myself. And one one word answer is fine. Absolutely. Uh, Patrick Wilson is back, but you're not directing Annabelle three. 
if you could, because uh, I know you're still heavily involved with it. If yeah. You could, uh, I don't direct any of the spin-offs. Oh, I know that. Yeah, I absolutely yeah. know that. But you're still, uh, I'm still producing producer. and stuff. Yeah. Uh, what can you can you give us anything at all about that? Because Ireland love their horror movies. Uh, Annabelle three or Conjuring three? I, Annabelle three. I think uh, Patrick's in, isn't he? Uh, yes, he is. Yes, yes, he, yes, that's the next big one. I think. Yeah, that's the next one that we 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 are filming right now. Actually, as we as we're speaking, uh, yes, Patrick and Vera are in it. Yes. Uh, what can I talk about it? Anything at all? Well, I mean, other than what, what's kind of out there right now, which is uh, you know, um, it, it, the story kind of picks up where Conjuring One, the opening sort of prologue sequence of Conjuring One, where they go and they, they interview uh, the, the, these, these these young um, ladies and uh, who has the Annabelle doll, and so our movie for Annabelle Three picks up from from that literally where Ed and Lorraine takes the doll and they bring it back home. And so, uh, you know, so I mean, everyone knows, if anyone knows about the story of Anne and Lorraine Warren, mm-hmm. you know, with their sort of haunted museum that they have, the haunted artifact room, the most, their most prized possession that they have in there is the Annabelle doll yeah. that they have locked away in a glass case. And, uh, and so our story basically uh, deals with what happens when they bring the doll back to their home. Fantastic, James. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you, sir. Thanks. James Wan, what a delightful man. I outrageously didn't. talented man. <laughs> Jesus like you a, did a big genre of, of movies to be directing a big genre a big range of genres even <laughs> yeah. better yeah 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 no English. he is he's clearly somebody who Hollywood loves <laughs> they're like if we need money. if we need this to work we need James Wan to come in here um, uh, Rory also uh, caught up with Amber Heard who plays Mira in the film and if you've seen any of the trailers for Aquaman uh, you'll see she's basically dressed in all green with this shockingly bright red hair so she looks like Ariel mm. from The Little Mermaid and uh, she also looks really Irish as yeah, well she's she like just green yeah, yeah, and yeah, red yeah. hair yeah. Uh, a point uh, which um, uh, Rory of course brought up with her and Jermud you had an amazing <laughs> joke about um, you weren't her. giving me space to put it in there I was waiting but I was alright well here, a, here comes oh, your heard space yeah. on, right you just did Once it, it. We're, next up is our chat with Amber Heard I've heard of her now. Yeah, that's her surname. Amber, how are you doing today? I'm great. Uh, we were just saying, just off camera, that you've never been to Ireland, but red hair wearing all green, I think Ireland might just take Mira as their just, own superhero. I, so you're saying is I'm basically a national treasure? Like, essentially, you're the Irish hair? superhero by accident, <laughs> just, by, <laughs> just by the colour scheme. Yeah. Right, all right, good, good. I'm prepared. I'll, I'll be I'll be sure to bring at least... I'm not, I'm not prepared to bring the costume. I'm sure. not ready to see the costume yet, but I'll be I'll bring the wig. A good red wig will, yeah. will do fantastic. I'll blend well. in. Right, right, right in. Uh, I was looking up your ancestry stuff, and apparently you've got some Irish back there. I don't know if you're super aware of that. No, but no? I'm, I'm a way to prepare for this uh, You've got a lot to do. <laughs> <laughs> That's very interesting. <laughs> no, I don't really know much about my, anhist- uh, my, uh, my, my ancestry. I, it's weird, but, you know, as an American, I, there's just I kind of this, this assumption that there's just a, a bunch of sure. things. So. It's for, well, you, but you but apparently what? I don't have the research materials you have. You, you can trust me. You're welcome in Ireland whenever you want. As long as you bring the red wig, you'll be sorted. Deal. Uh, <laughs> when it came to this film, you kicked a lot of ass, it has to be said. Thank you. Uh, how involved did you get in the stunts? Was there a point where you said, I want to do this? Or was there a point where you said, actually, I'm just going to let the nice stunt lady do that for me? Well, thank goodness I did have a great stunt woman. 
I, I'm, I'm so thankful for that. But you, our, our movie, as you can tell, it's so big. Mm-hmm. I mean, we, we didn't create just a whole other world. We created a universe. There are so many different worlds that we take, that we see, that we go through uh, in our adventure. And it's very much an adventure uh, through each one of these realms. But that said, we had to create an equally, well, a, a set of that equal size and you can imagine with all these different stages and uh, all the different people involved and necessary to create all of these worlds and and to do so in some in a time effective way there were a lot of things going on you know i remember there i had a very very trippy moment once where i walked into the lunch tent and and I was in costume, and I was, you know, without even thinking about it, at the, uh, you know, I was in the lunch tent in front of the counter, and somebody called my, my name, and they said Amber, and or or Mira, and I only noticed because the people around me all turned their heads and looked, and I was standing right next to, with my back to the person that was calling me by my my character name, I was standing next to my stunt doubles because we were working on all these different sets. So I didn't see a lot of this happen, but I I only noticed it in that moment, and this person went, whoa, and it was for (laughs) me, or, you know, for Mira's. Sure, yeah. It was kind of a trippy moment, but that represents exactly the scale of what it was to to kind of make this come to life, to, to shoot it. And just, you know, there's just, just such a strong female element in this between yourself, between Nicole Kidman's character, between the giant crab creature that I think everyone knows is Julie Walters. Um, is there another step that you think is there like a next one that, you know, will, will... Is there something missing for strong female characters in superhero movies that, you know... Uh, maybe they haven't accomplished yet. Of course. You think we're done with just two? I hope not. We're two actual characters with faces? (laughs) No. Um, But I'm really happy to be a part of this movie and a part of of this world that isn't afraid of responding to the demands uh, that I think collectively we are uh, having and that we have been screaming for and, and, and... and saying we need more of for a very long time, and I'm so happy to be part of a team that is responding to those increasingly loud calls for better, uh, fuller, more complex, more diverse, more inclusive, uh, uh, more nuanced, strong, or just any female roles Mm -hmm. at all. I mean, the fact that we have Mira, uh, we have uh, Queen Adlana, and we have... Wonder Woman. I mean, it's just, you know, we're. I'm, I'm so happy to be a part of a family that's not afraid of strong women. They're not, you know, we're not doing this in a vacuum. I think it's time and people are demanding better representations of women in all industry, but especially the entertainment industry. And it's way past due in the superhero world. It, it makes me so happy to see it. Amber, thank a.k.a. You. Ireland's National Treasure, thank you so much. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Amber Heard there chatting to the wonderful Rory Cashin. Um, she definitely does want to be Irish. And listen, mm. we'll take we'll take anybody and mm. everybody. We're taking all the uh, all the British people anyway Absolutely. because of the Brexit crack. Like yeah, They, they yeah. all just want to come over and be Irish as well. So everyone is welcome. Um, so... One of the other stars of the film who plays King Orm, O-R-M, which is a great <laughs> character name, uh, is Patrick Wilson. And even if people, uh, lots of people obviously will recognise the name Patrick Wilson, but uh, he's one of those guys you just like, I know him from something. From the footballs, man. <laughs> football. Yeah. Um, so he, uh, well, one of my favourite things that he's done in recent years, have you seen Fargo? Yes, uh, the TV I series, love Fargo. Which is just near perfection. Mm. So uh, I think he's Fargo season two. He plays mm. one of the cops. Um, 
but he's excellent and he also is in uh Bone Tomahawk have you seen that one of my no. favourite films from the last few years it's definitely worth checking out it's a western and uh, he plays uh, one of the characters in that but he's back now up on the big screen as King Orm um, you're in, I, fucking nailed it. sorry pardon my French <laughs> um, but uh, yeah so he caught up with Rory and uh, do keep a, a, an ear out for Roy's absolutely amazing slash woeful wordplay in this particular interview because it is the highlight of my life. Patrick, how are you doing today? I'm good, man. How are you? Really, really good. Congratulations on the movie. Thank I you. I had a lot of fun. Good. Uh, this is your fifth time now working with James Warren? It is. Um, any different this time from when he worked before? Because obviously there's a, there's a few differences to the man. film this time. Uh, well, we have more time now, which means more, 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 more time and more money for him to use toys. Right. So, yeah, but he's still still the same guy. Still, still the same guy. Still the same. I have to say, your character he shouts a lot. He's a good shouter. <laughs> yes, <laughs> he's a good shouter. Yes. I was really impressed by your battle cry. There was like a yell that you did. Yes. Right as you're about to kick off. Yes. Uh, that was. Yes. Impressive. Well, thank you. <laughs> By saying a horse me. at the end, though. Uh, seahorse. N- n- no. I'm sorry. Wow. <laughs> I thought you'd gotten better at this. I hadn't. I got you much haven't. worse. I've You've gotten, gotten worse. Much worse since the last oh, time. <laughs> that's terrible. Um, yeah, I don't even know how to respond to that. That's that's fine. It was I mean, this, this is my theater voice actually. It's a, it's a good one. I'm impre- I was impressed by it. It's, it's well, a good rally. You. Is there a trident guy? That trains you how to yes. trident? Because I know every swords and guns and stuff, that's fine. You don't yeah. see a lot of tridents anymore. No, you don't. Not usually. <laughs> um, not a lot of scepter work. Um, no. <laughs> I, uh, you know, it's funny. We used to train with a, uh, in college with a, a quarterstaff, like a bow. Sure. So you get, so, you know, you got to kind of combine that with if you had a, you know, spear on the end of that. So, sure. Um, yeah, our trainers and uh, and our, our stunt guys, they were, they were pretty awesome. It was sort of fun because we're all sort of discovering this. So even watching the stunt guys sort of discover how they would use it, um, using a lot of, uh, well, we had a guy that was, did a lot of kung fu and, and a lot of Chinese martial arts and using weapons. And, um, and then you just kind of have to keep marking, even when you're using a bow staff, which end has the trident on? Because all of a sudden you're going to be, you know, with the wrong end. Or have it gone behind you and you well, there's some person too. walking past. Right? You can't have that. that right? Could, that could be a bad day for, bad set, day for, everyone, for that guy. Especially that one, one, one person. Right. Um, the one thing I will say about superhero movies sometimes is that the bad guy uh, is usually one of the weaker parts. Now, in this one, I really enjoyed your character. And I have my reasons why oh. I think he really worked. Oh. But I'm curious as to your reasons why you think this villain... I kind of want to hear your reasons first. Well, I don't, I don't want to feed you my answer. We can see if they're the same answer. Would you give me your one? Okay. Why do I think he works? Yeah. Um, I think from the get-go with Orm, you see his struggle. You see his reason, his journey, right? Which is a guy... So if you... If you sift through all the trying to get his armies to become the ocean master to take to go and fight the surface if you understand it's a guy that is really pissed off that the surface world has been polluting his oceans and his world for centuries uh, and killing sea life and destroying the oceans then we're in I yeah. mean, and I think that's that's the core of his fight now mm-hmm. why he's the way he is why he's angry that combined with the guy who's grown up with 
a broken family, we'll say, and also that the firstborn, albeit half-breed son, is living on the surface. Um, you know, I think that even in the comics, he's, they always say almost very angry from a young age. So I think there's a lot of resentment. Um, and so all that sort of combines itself into this guy who's, who's the king of Atlantis, but I think he's... Uh, he so he but he rules out of fear uh, because I think he's 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 broken. So the only way he knows how is to just keep moving forward in a very violent way. They're the exact same reasons I was going to say. Let's hear so yours. They're the exact same because he had I a just, cool outfit <laughs> and he does a really good roar. He does he a really does good battle cry, and I think that makes a fantastic thing too. <laughs> Patrick, thanks so much, buddy. Good to see you, man. You too. So, what did you think of Rory's amazing wordplay? I thought my Amber Heard joke was bad. But this is well. Like, it was. Yeah, I, yeah, want to, yeah. I want you to know, Chairman. I'm yeah. looking you in the eye. I want you to know it was bad. I'm not looking it was at terrible. you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it was atrocious. But that was exceptionally bad. I know. Like I think the way Patrick Wilson reacted was perfect. He's just like, wow. <laughs> Which I'm taking that he's impressed by by the amazing wordplay. Impressed is um, a word. Uh, <laughs> um, and last but not least now it is the star of Aquaman um, Mr. Jason Momoa as we said he spent a lot of time in Ireland filming uh, Game of Thrones um, he just seems like an incredibly likeable mm. person and just always up for the crack which is a great way to be uh, and as well as that he's a really talented actor and he, he as we said already he is so Good looking. <laughs> what is that? What are you doing? Are, you, like trying a, make, mm, so are you trying to make? Are you trying to make wordplay out of every person's surname? <laughs> I feel like challenge now. Jason, like, yeah, mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Momoa. Well, I, got, um, I got three. Okay, so well, well, okay. Well, I don't know if we're counting them as full ones. Here is Jason mm, Momoa chatting to Roy Cashin. Jason, how are you doing today? Awesome. Congratulations on the movie. I had so much fun watching it. I, I really, it was so unique for me. I was just laughing and enjoying every single scene of it. Great. And a lot of that came down to you, I have to say, because you were uh, a fantastic Aquaman. Uh, Thank you, you very much. Say that. We did already say I am, I am from Ireland. One of the things I want to talk about is working wet jeans, because that's something I have to do a lot, because it rains a lot in Ireland. It is hard to... <laughs> it is rough. I was going to say, how difficult is it to do stuff like that? Because denim is not forgiving. And, and wet these denim. thick, thick, thick denim, yeah. Yeah, it's that tough. I mean, it is. The submarine <laughs> shot. You can see the opening shot. I don't bend down that far. No. I land and it's like... <laughs> It just kind of stops. I'm done here. That's good. James is like, go lower. I'm like, I can't. These will rip. These will, they're not going to rip. They just won't move anymore. Uh, speaking of some of the action stuff, it does look like you threw yourself into a lot of it. Uh, it crap like, beat out of me, yeah. It looked like you hurt yourself, maybe, doing some of that stuff. Me and the stunt doubles. Uh, was there anyone in particular where you're like, that That hurts. I wish I, I, wish I had done that better. Oh... The one that hurt the most, actually, the most surprisingly, was when I got, it was the first, <coughs> the first scene we shot, dropping through the submarine, because you got to drop through a hole, Yeah. and you can't look, because you knock your head, you knock your head out, so you just got to sit there, and then they drop you, and then you're going to land, but you can't see, Yeah. you want to make sure you get through the hole before you go to look, so you're just like, by the time you get through the hole, boom, <laughs> you got to stick it with wet jeans on. <laughs> and you hurt yourself. It was a shock up the old spine. You know sure. when you drop and you feel the, you know, yeah, you're a yeah, guy. Yeah, the you shock those, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, hey. That hurt in a unique way. Thank yeah. you for that. <laughs> Thank you, James Wan. Day one. Uh, there's one scene in particular with you and your dad in the bar. Drinking Pilots of Guinness. That's what I was going to ask. Is that Guinness you're drinking? I only drink Guinness. Oh, really? I mean, I'll drink some Ipas, but. That was Guinness, not saying. It's 
Guinness non-alcoholic. Ah, of course. You've got to work. Yeah, totally. Keep it professional. Absolutely. Because <laughs> all your trips to, uh, like, there was, I think there was one over the summer recently where you were posing on some kegs. Yeah. And, like, every trip you do now to, to Dublin or drinking, like, it becomes a... Where I'm really good friends with Guinness, yeah. Yeah. They love me and I love them. Do you have a, a favorite place you like to hit up when you're over? In Ireland? I mean, I normally spend a lot of time mostly in Belfast because that's where we shoot. So I'd say I'm always in Belfast more than I am in Dublin. But mm-hmm. if I'm in Dublin, I go see... I go straight to the factory. Right. But um, when I'm in Belfast, I go to my little my little small hole in the wall, which I don't want to say because sure. people will go there. But I think most of Belfast knows I go there. <laughs> You're not exactly inconspicuous. No, your which was really fun because the first year I did, uh, when I did uh, Call Drogo, I didn't have this bottom piece that was, uh, that was I couldn't grow the beard fast enough, right? Right. So I had this mustache that was just ridiculous, like a 70s porn star mustache with... Mascara underneath my eyes because you can't get that shit off. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you have black eyes all Just, day and you wipe it off, so I look like this gigantic drag queen walking around Belfast, which no one had a problem with whatsoever. <laughs> Belfast, <laughs> yeah, you probably weren't the only one there. And I'd just be sitting at the in the bar having a Guinness, and then and when I came back for that second season, people were like, "Wow!" But I was totally left alone. Oh really? Oh yeah. I suppose that, that that's a good way to get yeah. around it. The rap party for Game of Thrones must be insane, though. It was amazing. Where do they where do they have it? Because you have so many places you oh, gosh, could I don't have put even it. Remember where it was at, but. Um, yeah, I, I did a really good job drinking that night, so I don't remember a lot. I'm proud of you. But there's definitely some pictures <laughs> rolling around. Uh, did you get into the comics when you were researching Aquaman? I did, yeah, but I got to meet, you know, Jeff Johns, who really revamped all of Aquaman, so he was definitely my source of material that I went to and talked to him about it. And if there was one particular story or character that you didn't get to in the first movie that you'd love to see in the sequel, what would it be? Gosh, um... Great question, because I don't... I would just like to have a little bit more with my father. So I'm, ex- I'm excited. You know, I had a little bit with Nicole, but, I mean, there's some stuff that happens in the comics. But yeah, I don't want to give it away. Sure. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. I'll, yep, yeah, absolutely. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't want to give it away. <laughs> Thank you so much, Jason. Absolutely, my pleasure. Your mother always knew you were special. You believe... Night out to worlds. Apprentice was always had a king. Now I need something more. But what could be greater than a king? So there you have it, our four uh, big interviews on the big review ski with the stars and director of Aquaman. You have Amber Heard, Patrick Wilson, Jason Momoa and James Wan. Uh, You can check out our full review of the film. It's up on Joe and you can also see those video interviews up on Joe as well. And uh, Jeremy, listen, thanks a million. Four great interviews there, but you had one great guest today, which is me. Okay, see you later. (laughs) Shut up, (laughs) Jeff.